Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Well, welcome to the show, World Soccer Radio, here on the Esports Byline Broadcast Network, also coming to you on Sirius XM, as well as iHeartRadio. Tune in the award-winning Sirius XM app, basically everywhere you want to be. Welcome to the show. I'm Nick Gieber. Great to be with you on this holiday edition of World Soccer Radio. Today, we're going to take a look at all of the Boxing Day and the post-Boxing Day matches. If you're new to those terms, that's December, the day after Christmas and the 27th. There is a full slate of matches also on Monday and moving on into the week, by the way. But we're only going to deal with the Saturday and Sunday matches today. I'm going to break down every match, give you my picks. And also, if you want to pay, place a little sports wager on them, I'll show you the current money lines and a place to go. Of course, our title sponsor, betonline.ag, is ready to help you in that regards. But uh, let's take a look and see if there are any particular values. Also, some gossip and some news swirling around the football world that is worthy of discussion. PSG part with Thomas Tuchel, their coach. Let's talk a little bit about why that happened and about some of the challenges at PSG. Let's talk about who's likely to take over and where maybe Tuchel can go from this point onwards. And I'm wondering if there's certain pressures being put on certain people, like a certain Mikel Arteta, that we need to discuss. Lots of gossip as well. Chelsea apparently planning to make a big, audacious bid for one of the best young players in the game and are willing to apparently part with a large percentage of their squad to do that. Let's discuss all of that. I'd like to welcome all of our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces radio network. Great to have you with me. Such a pleasure and a privilege to speak with you guys. A veteran myself, I might say. Um, each and every week, night, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. Then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern on Sports Overnight America for all you early birds out there. If you miss any part of the show, you can check us out on our podcast network, the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V. Uh, you'll find this show is available there immediately upon its conclusion so that if you miss any part of it live, you can always check it out on podcast and make us a part of your regular download schedule. So when you're going to the gym or going to the loo or whatever it is you're doing, you can check out the show at your convenience. I'm going to step aside, take a break, and I'll be right back to kick it all off here on World Soccer Radio. <laughs> Ah, oh, the Premier League is back, and the NBA and college basketball are back as well. With the NFL and college basketball, college football playoffs, they're just right around the corner. In fact, the college football playoffs are right on our lap right now. And with all these sports going on, there's plenty of bets to lock in. So if you're thinking about picking the Lakers to repeat or someone to upset Mahomes and the Chiefs, well, go to betonline.ag. They got everything you want, game spreads and totals, and then props. They got teams, players, coaching props. They got it all. They give you more options to wager than any other place in line. Plus, they've got that online casino as well, which never closes, much like the casinos here in my hometown of Las Vegas. Head over to betonline.ag today. Take advantage of all of the great sign-up bonuses. 
Again, that's betonline.ag. Sign up today and make Bet Online your online sportsbook. And as I like to tell you, enjoy sports betting. It's a lot of fun. It adds another dimension to watching the game. But please, make it your entertainment and not your lifestyle. Okay, let's get back to the show. Big matches coming up, Boxing Day and the day after. That's the 26th and the 27th. Uh, obviously, the marquee match, one might say, would be Arsenal-Chelsea. But really, Leicester-Manchester United is the marquee match. Uh, yeah, the, the, the big London derby between Arsenal and Chelsea. Not the North London derby. This isn't Arsenal-Tottenham. It's a little bit different, but this is still a derby. But Leicester-Man United critically important we're going to learn a lot about where we're going to sit in the league at the end of this game we're going to find out if united are the bubble that is going to burst or if they are the real deal and what a goal in midweek really edison cavani proving his worth uh, beating pushing united through with a last minute goal in their league cup victory it was a terrific performance by the way from a united team that truly does seem to be gelling but we've got plenty of time to get into all of the matches which we are going to do a couple of pieces of news worthy of discussion let's start shall we with the easier news and that is the situation at chelsea football club where rumors are coming hard and fast that Chelsea are serious contenders for Erling Braut Haaland, who's currently this young phenom striker. If you've, ever, if you've never seen this guy play, do yourself a favor, check it out. He is unbelievable. His stats are, are something to behold. He is a wonderful player, a young, future, messy-like talent. And I know that's a lot of pressure to put on the rather narrow shoulders of a tw young 20-year-old. But really, this guy has it all. Chelsea joined a race for him. Uh, Man City also in to sign him. Apparently, in order to free up the money, and remember, Chelsea is a guy, that Chelsea is owned by a guy that for many years dominated the Premier League in terms of spending. I'm talking about Roman Abramovich. But now they've got to work a bit harder internally to spend, to splash the cash. In order to do that, it is being reported uh, on uh, Sky Sports that Chelsea are prepared to sell... Okay, you ready for this? Ross Barkley, Marco Alonso, Antonio Rudiger, Andreas Christensen, Jorginho, and Danny Drinkwater, as well as Victor Moses. Chelsea are willing to sell all of these players to raise the money to sign not only Erling Braut Haaland, but also Declan Rice. Now, we're going to learn a lot about this this weekend because Chelsea-Arsenal is a Arsenal-Chelsea is a big, big match. And I think Frank Lampard is, I think his goal this season, uh, they could talk about the title, but I think his goal seriously is top four. So it's going to be fascinating to see. Keep your eyes on this story. With the January window opening up very shortly, we could see a big move here. I would be shocked if Haaland moves in January, but let's wait and see. Uh, Liverpool apparently interested in signing uh, Ada Militao, the 22-year-old Brazilian defender currently at Real Madrid. And also Ezekiel Garay, uh, apparently uh, set to join Liverpool. He is a free agent currently. Also being reported by the Liverpool Echo that they want to sign uh, Stefan Bajtek, uh, who is a 16-year-old defender from Celta Vigo. I don't think that's uh, they're looking at that as one for this season. All right, let's move on to the next story, though, because Thomas Tuchel has been fired from Paris Saint-Germain. Now, 
They currently sit third in La Liga. They've had a couple of disappointing results, we will all agree. But they are one point behind the top at La Liga with a lot of this... Uh, La Liga, Ligue 1, excuse me. Um, it's the holiday season, folks. <laughs> with a lot of the season still to play. And you have to assume they're going to win uh, Ligue 1 once again without a problem. I mean, I certainly do. They finished top of their group in the Champions League. And yeah, they had a couple of disappointing results, uh, certainly. Um, and since Tuchel has been at the helm, I'm just grabbing a couple of notes here that I made about this, by the way. Um, since Tuchel has been at the helm, uh, he's won two league titles, a French Cup and a League Cup, and made the final of the Champions League, which is not really too bad when you think about it. I think what you're finding here is the difference between expectation and reality. The difficulties of forging a team in the fire of Ligue 1, which is not the strongest league in the world, and trying to win the biggest, strongest, toughest club tournament in, his, in, in existence, which is the Champions League. And they've done very well, all things considered. Yes, they have incredible talent in Neymar and Mbappe and a whole crew of supporting characters that are incredibly good. The, but I think what Tuchel is having is difficulty navigating the expectations and the politics of the job rather than the job itself. Earlier this week, he gave an interview with a German TV station and said he felt more like a sports politician or a sports minister during a coach. And apparently this caused enormous consternation back at the club, who's owned by Middle Eastern managers, in case, uh, Middle Eastern owners, in case, in case you didn't know this. And um, added on top of an earlier falling out he had earlier on in last summer, or end, end of summer at the close of the window, where he apparently had a massive fight with Leonardo, who is the uh, sporting director of the club around transfers. He has now found himself sacked just a few months shy of his contract being expired. And that, to me, is an absolutely insane, insane thing to do. Because they probably have to pay him a payout, et cetera, et cetera. But mind you, Qatari Sports Investments, the people that own PSG probably don't give a rat's behind about the amount of money they have to pay to get rid of him. But let me put it to you in this way. Thomas Tuchel, among League One managers, has the highest average points per game tied only with Unai Emery. And you may remember Unai Emery was sort of the hand-picked successor at Arsenal and that didn't work out. And the highest percentage win rate percentage in the history of League One at 75.6%. This guy has been fired, folks. Now, Mauricio Pochettino is scheduled, supposed to, expected to take over the helm, and that will be one less manager available in the Premier League. But it does also create a situation where you have a very, very capable manager, a man who's considered probably one of the best coaching managers in the game available a man who is comfortable with french players comfortable 
playing and um, comfortable managing in France, Com- is German uh, because uh, Tuchel is a German guy, has this sort of a very modern approach to training. And if you ask me, he is checking off all the boxes of a guy who might be the ready-made replacement for Mikel Arteta when he gets the sack and takes the blame for the horrible Arsenal players that they have. Because that's inevitable. It's going to happen. Keep your eyes on this one, folks. It's a big story. But my prediction, Tuchel to Arsenal. Watch it. I'm telling you, it's going to happen now that he's there. I think Arteta's day is truly unnumbered. And if you ask me, I think it's very, very unfair. All right, when I come back, let's get to the match previews and predictions. And we'll start with Boxing Day. Sex and drugs and rock and roll. All right, well, welcome back. Uh, Sex and drugs and rock and roll. What a great idea for a wonderful holiday season. Unfortunately, the nastiness that is COVID-19 is putting a crimp in everybody's year and unfortunately a major crimp in hundreds of thousands of families who are mourning the loss of loved ones due to this incredibly terrible disease. And uh, our thoughts and prayers are with them this holiday season. Before we get on with the rest of the show, I'd like to highlight a couple of other podcasts on our podcast network, which is the Believe, B-L-E-A-V, podcast network. I want you to check these shows out. You're going to love them. First, there's BSI, the podcast. This is hosted by former and current USL and MLS players, Benny Failhaber, Sal Zizo, and Ike Opara. BSI, the podcast, is a show where the hosts call up a weekly guest They talk everything, politics, soccer, current events. They share behind-the-scenes stories. They have a great laugh. It's a fabulous show. My favorite part of the show is Ike's interrogation. Uh, That's where they pepper their guest with fan questions, machine-gun style, one after another. Great show, lots of fun. It's definitely on my download list. I enjoy it. BSI, the podcast, check it out. And then you can't forget the Shep Messing Daily Cast because Shep is a legend of soccer in America. A man who has played literally with the greatest players ever to play the game. And, of course, he's a revered broadcaster as well. Very New York-centric, which for me is great. I mean, I'm on the West Coast, but I really enjoy it. And Shep's focus on focuses on the Red Bulls when they're in season. But when they're out of season, like right now, uh, Shep talks global soccer. And who else to talk global soccer than uh, a legend of the game like Shep Messing? So if you're a protector of the Passaic, if you're a soccer fan, or even just a sports fan... You should definitely check out BSI the podcast, the Shep Messing Daily Cast, and of course this show, World Soccer Radio. Just uh, check it out today. You can go uh, download it today where you go to listen to your podcast, whether that's uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get it, or go to BLEAV, Believe, the Believe Podcast Network, and sign up right now. Okay, let's get to it. I said we'd get to the Saturday games, uh, the Boxing Day matches. And I'll tell you, if you are up for an early morning on the West Coast, 4.30 a.m., you will get to see the biggest match of uh, the Christmas season because it is undoubtedly the battle between number two and number three, Leicester City and Manchester United. Man United just one point behind Leicester City. And I want you to keep in mind that since the middle of October... 
United have lost only one game. They have been on an incredible run of form of late. And of course, midweek as well, they had an absolutely stunning win. I, I, I really don't, not quite sure if there's any other way quite really to put it. It was the sort of strike from um, Cavani last minute that was absolutely unbelievable. United beating Everton away at Goodison Park in the League Cup, 2-0, but it was that Cavani strike that just put it away. It was it was uh, something to behold, really. And when you've got a big player like that that pops up at the last minute and gets those results in, you know, it does nothing but give the team confidence. It makes them feel stronger. It makes them much more likely to take what has been, in my opinion, and again, United fans don't send me hate mail, a string of rather fragile wins. And a win is a win, don't get me wrong. But I think it, it reduces the fragility of those wins because if you remember in a lot of these wins, United had to come from behind in the first half where they just had horrible first halves and better second halves. But I think with that sort of performance, that sort of turnaround, where you've got Cavani coming in like that and just just absolutely making a statement. That's going to give the team enormous confidence. And I, so I think you have a highly confident Man United who has had an incredible away form this season, going to the King Power and playing a Leicester City, who is also actually a better road team than they are a home team. A Leicester City who lost at home 2-0 to Everton, who lost at home 2-1 to Fulham. And yes, they beat Sheffield, and yes, they beat Brighton, and yes, they're coming off an enormous win against Tottenham away. This is going to make this a very, very interesting match because both of these teams are now coming in with belief, with momentum. This big win over Tottenham for Leicester should give them the momentum that they need. The one thing about Leicester City is they are really a team built around Jamie Vardy. And as good as Jamie Vardy is, uh, we're going to see right now, coming up Saturday morning, early in the morning, how Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's strategy is. Is he a strategic enough manager to get United out on the pitch to nullify Vardy and allow United's expansive play to take over. If he can do that, if he can do that, then they're going to win away. If he can't do that, and we've seen some tactical fragility from Ole Gunnar Solskjaer before, then all bets are off on this game. Well, let's talk about bets, shall we? Man United are the favorites, away favorites at plus 132. Leicester City are plus 197. The draw is plus 230. And folks, I'm going to give you my prediction for this game. I'm going to say this is a draw at plus 230. I'm going to take the draw. This is going to be a 1-1 draw or possibly a 2-2 draw. I'm not sure. I think Leicester City defensively are extremely good. They have only conceded 17 goals 
which if you look at the top of the table, okay, let's look at the top of the table, the top four, that is the fewest goals conceded between Liverpool, United, and Everton. Yes, Chelsea have only uh, conceded 14. Same thing with Tottenham. Uh, Man City have only conceded 12. Villa have only conceded 13. But outside of that, 17's right up there. They do not concede all that many goals. And their scoring prowess is just about the same as United, 26 goals to 28. I think this is going to be a draw. I'm going to say 1-1 on this one. And I want to make sure I'm not running out of time because we've got so many more matches to get to. So I'm going to pick the draw on that one. Next up, Aston Villa, Crystal Palace. And, you know, Villa are in that wonderful position for them uh, for themselves right now where they are ninth in the table. They're looking good. Their away form is nothing but spectacular. And um, even though, you know, one could say they've had results that have been a bit all over the all over the place, it has been their away form that has been absolutely superb for them. But they are on a wonderful run right now where they've got two wins. They've had two losses for sure. They lost against Brighton. They lost against West Ham. But they beat Wolves away. They drew Burnley. And they're coming off a, a big win away um, against West Bromwich Albion, although I don't know how difficult that is, playing a Crystal Palace side who are sort of smarting after what was a, just an absolutely uh, spirit-crushing defeat at home, 7-0 to Liverpool. What you have here is really, you know, we talked about Leicester City and Jamie Vardy, but what you really have here is even a more pronounced situation where you have uh, Jack Grealish at Villa, and you have Wilfred Zaha at Palace, both these guys attacking players. I think that after seeing Crystal Palace absolutely destroy themselves at home yes, uh, back uh, last Saturday against Liverpool, I think this is going to be a very tough ask for them. So my pick for this game, folks, Aston Villa, Crystal Palace... I'm going to go with Aston Villa. Take Villa. They are minus 111. That does make them the favorites. Minus 111. Aston Villa at home for the win at Villa Park in Birmingham against Crystal Palace. Next up, Fulham Southampton. I need to keep checking my with my producer here. Take a look at the time. We've got time enough for Fulham Southampton. This is fun, isn't it, having all these matches? Fulham Southampton. This is a really interesting match because Southampton... Uh, without Oriol Romeo, who's out with suspension, plus Danny Ings, Yannick Vestergaard, Nathan Redmond, all injury doubts right now for Southampton. And if they don't have those players, they are going to be in a big, big... They're going to be in big, big trouble because they need them. I mean, they're, they're not the deepest team to begin with. And they're coming up against a Fulham side um, who's going to have Scotty Parker gone because he has COVID in his family, so he's not going to be there. And... The thing with Fulham, though, is I Fulham are a very difficult team to play at Craven Cottage because Craven Cottage is the smallest pitch in the Premier League, literally, and uh, it, it, it narrows the play for teams that like to play more expansive football, of which Southampton I would certainly put on that list. So it sort of channels them, it funnels them in, it makes it much more difficult, and then they put the body on them Fulham, a very tough team to play at home. They've had three draws in a row, including a huge draw, remember, against Liverpool at home. Then they uh, Brighton-Hove-Albion draw at home. And Newcastle uh, draw at St. James's Park. 
The last match they lost was 2-0 away at the Etihad, and they did beat Leicester City at the King Power. I like Fulham for this one, folks. That's going to be my pick, Fulham-Southampton. I'm going to take Fulham at plus 193. They are actually the long shot per the odds makers. All right, I have to go. When we come back, we're going to have to run through it the next segment. we got a whole bunch of big matches, including Arsenal-Chelsea at the Emirates. This is World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Eber, and I'll be right back after this. Well, unfortunately, uh, not many people going down the pub in the UK these days as the country essentially locked down tight due to COVID. We're having our own problems here in the United States as well. Uh, Terrible problems. Hundreds of thousands of lives lost. Hundreds of thousands of families mourning the loss of someone near and dear to them. And our thoughts and hearts are with them this holiday season. Uh, We hope that 2021 will be a better year, and I know uh, that we're all happy to see the back of 2020. And the only highlight for me in 2020 was Liverpool winning the title. Uh, But to be completely honest with you, as a diehard Liverpool fan, someone that's been following this team for decades and decades, I would give up that title. I would trade the title for COVID any day of the year, any moment in time, that is a no-brainer. Let's be done with this terrible thing this year of 2021, and let's get our lives back on track. But having said that, we still have the festive season of matches to take care of in 2020, and we are starting to go through all of the matches in the Premier League. We have only managed to get down three so far. By the way, welcome back, World Soccer Radio. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. I'm with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, then again, and Sirius XM, then again at midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East on Sports Overnight America, also on the American Forces Network. Let's get to it. Let's get back to these matches because uh, the 12.30 Pacific time, 3.30 p.m. Eastern time match between Arsenal and Chelsea is... A very big match for a lot of reasons. First of all, it's a London derby, obviously. Second of all, you're looking at a, a, a club in uh, with Arsenal that is just probably the most disappointing. Arsenal and Sheffield United have to just be the two biggest disappointments so far this season. Arsenal are just appalling. And, uh, uh, you know, it, to blame it on Arteta is unfair. But I'm telling you, mark mark my words on this one, folks. He is going to get sacked. He is going to get fired. And if you want to know why, I'm going to tell you it's because Stan Kroenke is much more likely to replace a manager and shift blame, play the blame pie game with the manager then he is going to retool this club and really do what's needed which is to sign six or seven quality players to replace some of the crap that they have there right now at Arsenal so I think you're going to see an Arteta 
going, which is unfortunate because it's not his fault. It really isn't. And with but with Thomas Tuchel available, watch out. There is his replacement. Will Kroenke sign him and back him with players? I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see if Tuchel wants to go there. And Arsenal aren't winning games, as I said before, and it's not Arteta's fault. They've had a... Since Wenger left, they've just been a rudderless ship. The fact they didn't keep the faith with Unai Emery. The fact that they've had expectations that have exceeded their bankroll. Recruitment in football is a long-term process, and Arsenal haven't been doing it. They haven't had a plan. They haven't had a long-term strategy since Wenger left. None of that's Arteta's fault, but he is going to take the blame for it. Coming up against a Chelsea side with Frank Lampard that Quite honestly, I've been scratching my head a little bit because Chelsea were fabulous right up until the beginning of December. They had that big win at home, 3-1 against Leeds United. They'd They'd lost one game all season. These kids looked like they had belief and power and, and momentum. And then all of a sudden, they go into a slump, losing away at Goodison 1-0. The shocker was the 2-1 loss at Molyneux against Wolves. And now all of a sudden they find themselves down fifth in the table after a win of 3-0 at home at Stamford Bridge against West Ham. But now they find themselves down fifth in the table, a point behind United. By the way, United have a game in hand, don't forget that. A point behind Everton, two points behind Leicester, six points behind Liverpool. And they are now in a battle with Tottenham, who've also had you know their fair share of issues. So we're going to talk about that one too. This is a fantastic match because it's at the Emirates and if there's ever been a big statement match that Arsenal need to make in order to get their season back on track and start pulling themselves up from 15th spot where they are much closer to the drop zone and by the way, if they keep up this string of run of bad results they may be in a relegation battle. I know it's shocking to say Is this the match where they turn it around against Chelsea? Well, Chelsea have the second highest highest scoring team in the league, second only to Liverpool. And Arsenal just are not scoring any goals. They're not necessarily conceding a whole bunch of goals, about the same amount. But Chelsea are just scoring far more goals. They're scoring willy-nilly uh, against Ar- than Arsenal is. That is the problem. Right now, Arsenal are plus 290. They are the long-shot favorites at home. Chelsea minus 114 away. This is a very hard match to predict, folks. I'm going to give you a recommendation here. I'm going to say Arsenal are overdue a result. They've not won and since the beginning of November where they beat Man United at Old Trafford. In the preceding seven games, they've lost five, drawn two. I'm going to go with an Arsenal home win here, plus 290. I don't like Arsenal, but it's just, they just smell ripe to, to prove to the world that they are not as much crap 
as we think they are. I think we've got plenty of time here. Let me check. Ooh, we are running a little tight. Okay, Manchester City and Newcastle United. Newcastle are just bloody awful. They didn't play well against Brentford when they went out of the Carabao Cup midweek. Uh, they had a draw against Fulham, uh, but that was at home last week. So no excuse about the tightness of the Craven Cottage pitch. I don't think they're going to get anything at Etihad here. I'm going to go with a Man City win here and at minus 840. Odds makers would agree. Sheffield United, Everton. Everton uh, Everton are having a bit of a rough ride at the moment. Albeit they haven't they've got one loss and three wins. They do have three wins in a row against Chelsea, against Leicester, and against Arsenal. Uh but they are down in fourth place because they have this sort of blip between uh, end of October and start of December. They have righted the ship. I think they're looking really good. I like Everton. This is a good club. They've got their act together. Um, Sheffield United, absolutely awful. I know this is a Bramall Lane. I'm going to take Everton minus 116. And I'm sorry that I'm uh, moving along quickly here, but I am running a little short of time. Leeds-Burnley, this should be a fun game, by the way, because neither of these teams really know how to defend. Uh, Leeds love to attack. I love to watch Leeds United play. Uh, Bielsa said they're not changing their style no matter what. Uh, so you can expect to see a wide-open, expansive Leeds United coming up against a Burnley team that are on a good run. Two draws and two wins, the last four. This is going to be a really fun game to watch. <laughs> I'm just trying to see what other games are on at the same time. This is actually in its own time slot. So if you get up early on the West Coast, this should be a really fun game to watch. Leeds are an attacking team. This is what they love to do. They've got one game, one style. Really, they don't ever seem to change it. I don't know that they have the ability to change it, to be fair. So I'm going to go with Leeds on this one. Burnley do concede a lot of goals, and they don't score many. This is going to be a fun game, but Leeds United are going to win this one. And at minus 141, odds makers would agree. West Ham Brighton is the next one up. This is kind of tough to call this one. Both these teams play really nice football at times. Brighton, uh, uh, pardon me, Brighton. Um, yeah, Brighton are not the most potent. They're not great finishers. West Ham, you have to like West Ham for this game at home. I'm going to take West Ham plus 144. Liverpool, West Brom, I don't know what to say. This is at Anfield. Liverpool don't lose at Anfield. Of course, I could drink, jinx, jinx things when I say that. But you have to like Liverpool for this game pretty much without too much thought. Although, I will tell you this. Uh, Sam Allardyce was the last manager to win at Anfield. And this is his, what, second game in charge at West Brom since he took over, coming off a 3-0 home defeat against West Bromwich Albion. Liverpool coming off a big 7-0 thumping away where they murdered Crystal Palace. This is going to be Liverpool. And at minus 769, they are prohibitive favourites to win. Finally, and let's see how we're doing for time. We've got plenty of time now for the last game, which is actually probably the most interesting game of the weekend. Uh, of the Sunday, excuse me, not the weekend. The most interesting game of the weekend is definitely Leicester Man United and Arsenal-Chelsea. In that order. Wolves-Tottenham at Molyneux. And what makes this so interesting is Wolves have been up and down really, really inconsistent. 
their last match was a 2-1 away loss to Burnley, Turf Moor. Then they beat Chelsea at Molyneux. Then they lost at home against Villa, which is not a surprise. Villa beat a lot of people at home. They were badly beaten at, at Anfield by Liverpool, but you know that's to be expected. But then they're coming out. They came off. A, that was on the back of a two-one victory at Arsenal. So, you know, Wolves kind of up and down, up and down. They do tend to play the bigger teams better, and I think that's something that you have to look at. Uh, the problem that Wolves have right now is they're not scoring that many goals, and I think they're finding a Tottenham who, although their league form has been, you know, a little bit iffy uh, since the beginning of December where they had that draw, middle of December where they had that draw against Palace. They've lost two in a row, lost to Liverpool, and then they lost to Leicester. These are two teams that are far above them in the league. I don't mean far above them, but I mean Liverpool are one and Leicester are two. So, I mean, okay, they lost against the number one and the number two team in the league. I don't see them losing here. I know this is at Molyneux, but I just don't see them losing here. So I'm going to go with Wolverhampton, with uh, Tottenham, the away team, at plus 110. They would be the odds makers' favorites. Uh, we are likely to get some draws other than what I've picked here because I have only picked one draw, and that's Leicester Man United. Uh, so uh, let's get back to it because I'm going to recap everything because I've literally got one minute. So I tell you what, why don't I recap my picks for the festive season when we come back after break. In the meantime, I'll just remind you to please go to our podcast network, the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V, and subscribe to this podcast. Lots of other great sports programming uh, on the network as well. You'd really do yourself a favor. And a reminder that if you want to place a small sports wager, go to our uh, title sponsor. That is betonline.ag. Really easy to sign up, easy to put money in the account. Really fun to play. They've got odds on everything, all sorts of sports, not just uh, Premier League, Champions League, NFL, NBA, et cetera, et cetera. Have fun with it. Don't make it a lifestyle. When we come back, I'll recap all of my odds and picks on World Soccer Radio. All right, welcome back. World Soccer Radio on the Sports Pilot Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. Uh, this is our Christmas edition, Boxing Day, day after Boxing Day, a weekend match edition. I will be back with you on Monday, and I'll be looking at the midweek matches coming up, so you want to be sure to check that out. In the meantime, I did promise you that I would recap the picks for Saturday and Sunday, so let's do it. Uh, let's start at the King Powell, where Leicester are going to face Man United. I am going to pick a draw for that very important match, the most important match of the weekend, but I'm going with a draw at plus 230. Again, all money lines and odds, courtesy of our title sponsor, betonline.ag. Next up, Villa Park, Aston Villa, Crystal Palace. I'm saying take the villains at minus 111. Craven Cottage, Fulham will face Southampton. I like Fulham at plus 193. At the Emirates, Arsenal will face Chelsea. I'm saying take Arsenal for the shocking win, plus 290. Man City, Newcastle at the Etihad. Man City, you have to take City. And at minus 840, the odds makers would be with me on that one. Sheffield United, Everton at Bramall Lane. I'm saying the away team, Everton, will continue the nightmare for Chris Wilder and Sheffield. 
United. Uh, next up, Ellen Road, Leeds Burnley. I'm saying take Leeds United at uh, the London Stadium. West Ham, Brighton, take West Ham United. At Anfield, Liverpool, West Brom, you have to take Liverpool. And finally, at Molyneux, uh, where Wolverhampton Wanderers will face Tottenham Hotspur, take Tottenham at plus 110. Those are the odds. You can place your bets at betonline.ag. I encourage you to go over there and have a little fun with it. In the meantime, have a wonderful Christmas and holiday weekend. Enjoy the people that you're with. Please, please, please don't travel. Wear a mask. Get your vaccine if you can. Be responsible. We've got to live through this nightmare for another six or seven months, and then hopefully we can put this terrible, terrible thing behind us. Have a wonderful Christmas, wonderful holiday. Love your family. Enjoy the football, and I'll check back with you on Monday. This is World Soccer Radio, presented by betonline.ag. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.